in China podcast, where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. And we're back with another episode. We are.、Uh, this is episode sixty-four、wow. of the Two White Chicks in China. Nice. Yes, nice. it is. It's rainy and miserable and dark in Shenzhen today, even though it's July. Yep. Didn't we say exactly the same thing last week? I think so. It's just Wednesdays where we record on Wednesdays usually. But at least the temperature has dropped, so it hasn't been as stiflingly hot. It's very comfortable. Very nice. So, talking of Shenzhen, we have a review from someone who is actually from Shenzhen. Oh, nice.、Yeah. So the review comes from B Day Six. B when I say it, it sounds like I'm saying B Day, but I mean like birthday. Six two five from the USA,、um, and、uh, they say I'm guessing it's a guy, but I don't know why. So I'm just gonna say them. Uh, I have been listening to Two White Chicks in China for about two years now. I didn't leave a review sooner because I usually listen during morning commutes. I am from Shenzhen and have been in the U.S. for almost ten years now. I found、uh, TWCC, which is Two White Chicks in China,、uh, when I searched for Shenzhen in the podcast, and bam, two <laughs> foreign chicks talking about what it's like to live in my town. I can't skip that. <laughs> Holly and Nora are here to tell you what it's actually like to live in China. As a Chinese living abroad, I have always wondered how the Laowai feel about living in China. It's interesting to hear Holly and Nora talk about their life in Shenzhen. I would like to leave a voicemail someday, but so far all my questions haven't.、Uh, have all my? I guess he means have been answered. Maybe I've edited that. Sorry, have been answered. Maybe I'll bump into you girls in Shenzhen, and I will definitely say hi. Jiao, girls, great podcast. Oh yay! <laughs> It's nice, isn't it? That's great. Yeah. So, I love that we、you. haven't completely turned off all of our Chinese fans. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> we're not always we're we're not always so super positive and sunny,、That's、but、true. it's it's really nice to hear that there are Chinese people out there who are listening to the show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I guess we try and strike a balance,、um, but we can't we can't fib any either, can we? We can't say not everything is positive. Just like if we were doing a podcast about. The northeast of England, or well, and we don't、whatever. really choose the topics either. It's the、That's、listeners、true. who choose the topics. You、so、just want to know all the nitty gritty. Yeah,、details. so a lot of the questions <laughs> lend themselves to exploring some of the more negative aspects. Because I think people、mm. who are interested in coming to China, they worry about various aspects of the life here. Yeah, that's true. So I think that lends itself to being negative. But again, as I've said before. We've been here for a long time, so obviously we like living in China. We appreciate our life here so、yeah. much in so many different ways. So if we've offended you in any way out there, let us know. And、uh, <laughs> we have no doubt offended someone. <laughs> I'm sure we have. I'm sure we have. Yes. But send us some feedback, and、um, we'd love to hear from any and all of you. Yeah, absolutely. Do we have any、uh, comments? We do, we do. So actually, this one must have come in last night because when I was preparing for the podcast, this wasn't here.、Oh. Um, but this comment is in response to our episode sixty-one, which is about successful women in China and how men feel about successful women. So he has a rather long comment.、Um, so if you'd like to read it, because it's really interesting, 
you can just go to our uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash 2ychicks, so you spell 2-T-W-O, um, so you, to read all of his comment, because he, he does talk um, about leftover women and oh. labels about women, but I want to read this specific part because I thought it was really interesting. So this comes from David, and he says, Earlier this year, I had a chance to visit Shanghai for a month. I travelled to some nearby cities as well to reconnect with relatives and seek out employment opportunities. China has changed dramatically over the decade, and surely it's even more so for the revolution generation. I met up with several locals in Shanghai, socialising and learning about the changes and trends of a dynamic city. Uh, I met some women in their late 30s, successful careers, a child, and divorced. Single women around their mid-late 30s asked if American men have an issue with successful women. The answer is yes. Uh, maybe to a lesser extent, uh, or maybe to a lesser extent, sorry. <laughs> Chinese men felt, um, felt it made them lose face if their spouse or girlfriend made better money. Ones that married had similar stories. The marriage didn't last. Attribu uh, attributing to several factors. The ex-spouse was less than ready for married life. She had a better career or did not behave in the expected manner, which is subservient. Mm. Uh, then readily then readily and cheap labor force, having a servant or nanny to watch the children along with living parents is convenient. Finally, being educated and traveled, they see there is much more in life than outdated social norms. Mm. I thought that was... Really, like an, a really interesting comment. So yeah. thank you, David. It's very insightful. Yeah, I, th I think so too. Yeah, took. I mean, he's actually experienced this, so it makes it even more. I find it's almost more honest here uh, the attitude towards women. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily better than in the U.S. or the West, let's say, but I find that it's at least. I mean, it's just blatant. Mm. Like parents yeah. will tell you. When, you know, like, parents have a heavy hand in choosing your future spouse. And I'm sure that a lot of them, when they're looking for a future mate for their sons, take into account the wife's career. And if the wife is this high-powered businesswoman, I'm sure that they warn the sons about that. They're just yeah. really, um, let's just say realistic. I mean, mm -hmm. that's, that's the male ego, and that's not something, even though, you know, our culture has changed... There's a lot of instinct that goes behind that ego. And I think that it's like the culture has changed faster than the mentality has mm. changed for men. So I think in the States, people pretend like, oh, women is the, oh, I don't care if she has a career and like we can be equals. But really, I do think that a lot of men have a problem with that Probably. just because, just because it, it wounds their ego to know that their wife is excelling. Mm. I mean, we're not so far out of the 50s. I mean, we, it's like our whole culture has gone through such a dynamic shift in such a short period of time. So there are all these remnants of things that we've done for like hundreds and thousands of years that all of a sudden are supposed to change. So this, it doesn't uh, surprise me that men in the States also have a problem with their wives excelling yeah. in their careers. Yeah. yeah, and really it's, I don't know if it's unfair of us, but really it's it's not, it's difficult for us to just expect them to change how they feel about those things. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, 
there's going to be some, hmm, I don't know, com competition, I suppose, <laughs> between. I think there's just spouses. a lot of stuff that goes on said in the states about these things, which causes internal problems that cause yeah. couples to break up. Like I don't know if they're necessarily naming it. Like in China, they're just naming it. Oh, she's too successful, so mm. that's why the marriage fell apart. But in the states, I think that happens as well. But we just are more no hesitant. No one wants to admit it. Yeah, no one wants to admit it. Like the guy doesn't want to admit that he is. Like he'll he'll feel like a Neanderthal if he says like, well, you know, you know, I I just I struggle with this aspect of our relationship. Like I feel belittled as a man if you're making more money or if you're more successful than I am. Whereas in China, I feel like it's just out there in the open. So in some ways, I feel like the culture is more honest. Yeah, and I think actually going back to what David said about like, uh, if you if like many of these successful women, like their careers were, you know, they, they were doing well, and so maybe it wasn't the right time to get mar married and things like that. I think the same can be said, like in the West too, where maybe. Men, like, if a woman earns more money, as though she's like letting down the family, hmm. because there's still that idea, and we talked about it in that podcast, where we st we're still expected to be the mother as well, and the uh, you know wifely duties and that kind of thing, as well as being successful, and we mm -hmm. have to balance those things. So if we don't, then it's as though like the woman is kind of letting down the team, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. But that's a big well, topic, anyway, but that was episode is, 61. Is, yeah, 61. But that's, 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 right. that's a really interesting topic in general, not just uh, when examining Chinese culture. Oh, yeah. But certainly in China, it's on. It's just on display here, so it makes it uh, more. It makes it easier to study. Sure, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so before I move on to our the, like, the news article of the week, I, I want to thank Bob for his picture of the bottle of iron brew <laughs> <laughs> thank you that was awesome <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know uh, iron brew is uh, a bright orange um, fizzy drink that is made in Scotland or comes from Scotland originally I'm not sure if it's still made there and it's just awesome and I guess I must have mentioned it in a podcast in one of the podcasts and Bob remembered and he took a picture for me is it a hangover cure like Lucasade? No, not re uh I don't know. I've never tried it as one. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe I guess there's so much sugar in, maybe it would just like you <laughs> stimulate you. Right? But yeah, it's um, No, it's not. It's just like a fizzy soft drink yeah, that it's people a fizzy like. Yeah, soft drink. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Is it orange flavored? No, it has a unique flavor and probably someone's going to come back to me and say, "Yes, it is." But I don't think it is orange flavored. It's it's iron brew flavored. Iron brew. Flavored. I cannot tell you what that flavor is. It's it's just one of a kind. <laughs> have you ever seen it here in China? No, no. Oh yes, yes, yes. I have. You used to be able to get it on No Go Go, and there is an English pub, but now it's not really an English pub because an American owns it, so it's kind of weird. Mm. Uh, <laughs> in Shaco, and they used to sell it. Gotcha. So yes. Few not, and far between. Not, not for a while, I haven't seen it. Mm -hmm. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, our news article of the week is that a rural Chongqing village is home to 
39 sets of twins. And the locals would like to know why. Wow. Now, unfortunately, the, the, like, there is, no one knows why. (laughs) Uh, there's no, in this, in the news post, there's no, like, uh, scientific, yeah, there's nothing (laughs) to back, like, to say why this might have happened. So, um, yeah, so I'll read you the post. So, in this village, there are 367 households, and so it's not a very large population, really. And there are 39 sets of twins amongst them. The oldest set of twins are 89 years old. Oh. Uh, and if you go, I'll put the link to this on our uh, episode 64 page. And actually, there are some really nice pictures of like all the, like, of the twins together. It's really cool. Uh, so they've be, the village has become known as the Twin Village. And uh, so there's a set of twins in in every class in the school, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, and there's even, they've even rumoured that uh, chickens lay eggs with double yolks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, something definitely in the water there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so obviously a lot of people are like, why has this happened? Um, but actually this is not so unusual in China. There's a school in Henan uh, that has 32 sets of twins. Wow. And a woman in Ningxia has given birth to three sets of twins in just six years. Wow, okay. Now, um... Wow, her body. Yeah. We kind of talked a bit about twins in our episode 12, way back when. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, we talked about whether uh, having twins was illegal in China, because back then, there was still the one-child policy. And things have changed a bit now. It's now the two-child policy. Um, but there are basically, if you have twins, you can get around the one-child policy. It's like a loophole. Um, but of so course, in lots... vitro and all those fertility drugs are illegal, right? Well, I don't remember if we discussed that, but in lots of articles I read, so I did some research because I was intrigued, to be honest, and it did. It said that most couples will have fertility treatment in order to have twins and triplets okay yeah huh so i'm not sure and you know what i think we might have discussed it and i don't remember the answer maybe if they can prove that they can't naturally conceive then they are allowed yeah maybe but i did have a i just heard of a friend of a friend Mm. who um his wife is chinese and he is european Mm -hmm. And they wanted their kids to have European features and not Asian features. So they have, for in vitro, it's not just about increasing the fertility, apparently. And now I don't have any research to back this up, but this is just what I heard through the grapevine. Right. Apparently, you can also do a lot of, like, DNA selection. So you can, like, tailor make your baby. Wow, that's a... Yep. So they both wanted the baby to look... European so they chose the eye color they chose the hair color they chose the shape of the skull they chose the like they chose basically basically the baby is programmed wow yeah that is mental yep yep wow that's like and it worked I mean she came out oh yeah yep she came out and she looks she looks just a hair Asian like her eyes are just slightly the almond shaped but she looks really mostly European, wow. like white skin and 
Oh, I got fair goosebumps. hair, and I know isn't that Ooh, creepy? It is in, in pretty much every other country, well, let's say developed country in the world, this is obviously an illegal practice. Because I mean, in the states, this would never. I mean, people would be yeah, they'd be an uproar, right? People would yeah. just be like, "You can't do that." Yeah, exactly. But in China, it's kind of like, well, you can pay for it and if the technology exists. Well, I mean, that guy who's going to transplant, transplant the head the on head. the other yeah exactly that this on the other person yeah. that's nuts like a lot of things in china can happen that can't um happen in the west so yeah. in some ways they are pioneering science because they do get to test on to, human yeah, yeah, subjects exactly. yeah. so for some things it's actually helps to advance technology yeah. Because wow. there aren't as strict regulations, oh, the F, you know, you need to be FDA approved right, or right. whatever, get some special stamp, or it needs to be in testing for years and years and years. So it's, those kind of things are much more loose here in China, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to cosmetic things like this. And they don't have the same moral, like nobody's really, nobody really cares. I think a lot of parents would choose in China to have their child look a bit more European. They yeah. really love that aesthetic. Yeah, That's definitely. just common i find that kind of sad but um it's a common mentality oh you're so beautiful because you like a lot of their actors and movie stars and stuff are all like they look they look more western they have fair skin they have lighter eyes they have uh rounder eyes too rounder yep yep and a lot of them get uh plastic surgery to get the double eyelid and stuff so so yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, well, it's I'm almost like speeches. Like I just, there's so many things running through my head right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not sure what, how I feel about it. Like, yeah, I heard strange. that yesterday. I heard about it yesterday, well, and I was like, wow. I don't know. I feel sad. I don't know. Mm. I feel sad about it. To yeah. be honest, I don't. I don't know if I would necessarily say, oh, it should be illegal for all people to do it. Mm. I personally think it's morally wrong. I don't know if that means that right. I think I don't. I don't know if I would necessarily ban it for everybody because I mean everyone has their own morals. But to me, mm-hmm. it just seems like it's not natural. Really, it's not, it? and you like take against. a miracle and you just like it's. It's just so. It's it's hard though because there's a fine line. Because then there's also like, well, what if you both you and your wife have preconditioned like it's very likely that you would pass on some kind of genetic disorder to your baby right right i would i would be way more of an advocate to allow them to manipulate the genes for Mm -hmm. this kind of thing so it gets really gray really quickly this whole like the line the line is it's very it's difficult to start because then you say well you know if you're advocating for a healthier child why not advocate for a more beautiful child? Because obviously society values that. And you know, you can always draw con- these conclusions that makes it sound legitimate. Of course. But, but yeah, that stuff can happen in China. So. Well, I didn't know that, that, that they, I mean, obviously I've heard lots of things about it, like that that's the future, that that's what people want, but right. I didn't realize that you could do it. You can do it. So if you want a tailor-made baby, <laughs> come <Wow>. over here. <laughs> Gosh, I wonder, I guess this is, maybe me saying this is all, is a bit, like, un, unfeeling, but I wonder how expensive it is. Yeah, I'm not sure about the cost. But I don't think it was too, I mean, I I don't think these two people were particularly Rich. wealthy, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I'm sure it wasn't cheap, but um, I'm sure it wasn't like ex extravagant spending. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Well. Hmm. Frankenstein. Tis a bit, isn't it? <laughs> uh, so, back to the twins. Sorry, no. No, that was super interesting. Derail. Like, no, that was really, well. I just heard about that yesterday, so it was mm -hmm. fresh in my mind. Yeah. yeah it's, it's nuts. Um, so, uh, once I read this article, I was like, how, like, how is the twin thing possible? Like, how does it work? Now, my understanding was that if you have twins in your family, you're more likely, but it actually also depends on what kind of twins. So um. obviously you get like identical twins and then also fraternal twins. So, but it's, it's the genetics comes from the woman so if a woman has a family history of fraternal twins uh so that's twins that are two a boy and a girl oh i think i think one is related to it's whether i think it's whether or not they share the same egg yeah but that's what how they come out isn't it like fraternal twins they have two separate eggs right but they could both be girls Right, you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It so they're not identical. They're not identical. Yeah, yeah, not identical. Right, right. So yeah, so non-identical fraternal twins. Yes, right. Uh, they so the mothers. If there's a history of fraternal twins, there's a higher chance of those twins have a higher chance. But there's no genetic link for identical twins. Okay, it's just like the eggs decides to split. Wait. So it's the same egg, the same sperm. Yeah. And both of them just yeah. decide to split. Uh, for identical? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I didn't go that far. I just found the section when I was looking into it about uh, the chances, like how it works, like for future generations to have twins too. I'm okay. sure someone will know more about this. I'm sure there's some biologists out there, I guess, who can, or whatever. So, did they say whether or not the, the, like, were there more fraternal or paternal cases in this particular village? Uh, it didn't, it didn't say, actually. Okay. Because um, I'm wondering if it's linked to, I mean, it would make sense if it's linked to genetics. I mean, it's like, if you live in a village, your family, you know. So everyone's probably related. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dis I mean, it doesn't need to be incestuous, but, like, obviously you share a closer DNA pool sure. than, like, people who are in a big city and come from all over the place. Mm -hmm. So it would make sense that you would have a few, like, concentrated areas where certain genetic occurrences were more prevalent, right? Yeah. And I think chi uh, Chinese people have, uh, like, DNA. Their DNA is much stronger than ours, like, because they're, you know, to, they have such strong genes. They do. Yeah, I mean, that's probably one of the reasons why the this couple decided to tailor make yeah. their baby. Because usually with a mixed race couple, the baby looks pretty much 100% Chinese. Yeah. Sometimes they're a bit fairer, maybe. A little bit. But you wouldn't necessarily pick them out on the street and say, oh, that that's half half white, half Chinese. Yeah. You might say, oh, they look a little bit different, like their hair is a little bit fair but mm. for the most part it seems like they they really do like they, they almost always take 
the dark hair, the dark eyes, yeah. the skin tone, the you know, like they they really take most of it mm. from the Chinese side. So def- definitely, the Chinese genes are very dominant. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. Super the, interesting. the link will be on a Yao episode sixty four page. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and if you're interested in twins, as I mentioned, you can also listen to our episode twelve, which is all about twins are twins illegal and we talk a little bit about um in that episode about uh chinese people going to different countries to have children and stuff like that we we get into it a bit so it was an interesting topic Hmm. all right so uh, let's move on to our question so our question this week comes from mandy Mm. oh mandy (laughs) Uh, so she says so this is she she left this on facebook i think uh, some time ago, so uh, she says, um, "Woo woo 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 woo!" Oh wait, was it? So I, I don't know whether I should say two 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 two, or r r r r, which sounds like <laughs> pirates, or maybe ba 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 ba. Whatever. Question about <laughs> massages. Are most massage parlors equal, or are there some? Super crappy ones. <laughs> I'm reading this like as it's written. <laughs> like here in the States that we should avoid. And how can we tell the bad ones as foreigners? Thanks, girls. Uh, or gals. 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 Yeah. Uh, this is, I like this question. Yeah, it's interesting. Because um, massage is such a huge part of living. I feel like, I don't know, for me, coming from the West... Getting a massage was such a luxurious and extravagant expense. Yeah. So I never had one. I've had one in other countries, but I never had one in the States because it's just, I don't know, to me it's like, I don't know if I would necessarily get as much out of it as I would be, as it would be costing me. Because mm-hmm. I think, if I remember correctly, because I've bought um, for my mom and for a couple other friends, I've bought like gift certificates to massage parlor or like a spa and if I remember the last time and this was obviously like several years ago like probably about 10 years ago in the states I remember purchasing one it was a half an hour for 40 US dollars which to me a half an hour is and that was like you know not at a particularly fancy one it was Mm -hmm. a basic one to me a half an hour is kind of a short massage like i if i would go for one i would go for one that's at least 60 minutes so that would be 80 dollars i don't know if i'd be and that's that's 10 years ago so i'm guessing Mm. it's even more and it's not just that because in the states then you also have to include tax and tip tip and with a service job like that you don't want to be skimping on your tip or if you ever decide to go back you're going to get a crappier massage so you have to add about 20 percent on to that so it really racks up i mean with the tax and then the tip it really it yeah. really racks up so i never really had them but here in china it's just like part of the daily culture it's like yeah. everywhere yeah absolutely yeah you can i mean you could just go after work or whatever on your way home mm-hmm. and just like pop into a into a massage parlor and have your feet done or I mean, so, okay, so I should start this by saying <laughs> I don't do massage, but I've had them, so I have experience. Um, if you get, like, 
even if you go and get like a foot massage you still get like a bit of a back massage as well so the value it's both cheaper and i feel like you get more for your money than you would have done at home but yeah similarly, i would say similarly priced in the uk as to the us okay. maybe even a bit more expensive yeah yeah foot foot I, I also think that foot massage especially like if you if you don't know the place you've or you've never gone to one before like foot massage because in chinese medicine they believe that various uh pressure points on the bottom of your foot correspond to um different organs mm. and if they're stimulated in such a way they help to heal or detox or wh- whatever they have all these theories mm. about how how um it affects you so it's not just like oh someone's rubbing your feet willy-nilly it's yeah it's like a it's like an art form they Mm -hmm. have they know like all the different pressure points and as holly said when you get a foot massage it's never just your foot Mm -mm. like they concentrate on your foot and then they also do your lower leg yeah and then they also and they'll put like lotion on it afterwards Mm -hmm. and stuff and then they'll also usually rub your back Back and neck for at least a couple minutes especially if you're getting like a sock like to begin with yep yep so you have your feet in the warm water, and then you'll go be massaging your back for a few minutes beforehand, which isn't, because you'll usually be sitting up in a chair, mm-hmm. um, which is another thing that I like about this, is that you can, it's a much more social thing. Like, if you're going with a friend, it's way more fun, I think, to do a foot massage, because you're sitting in, which the chairs are these, like, big, fluffy, lazy boy-style reclining chairs. So it's not like you're sitting in, a, like, a straight-back office chair or something like that. So, and you can sit right next to the people that you're going with, and you can, like, chat or use your phone or whatever, and it's, I find it a more casual environment, whereas, obviously, if you're in a massage, full-body massage, your face is down, and you don't really chat, you know, back and forth so it's kind of a more it's kind of like getting your nails done or something like that mm-hmm. to go with a friend to a foot massage yeah i've never had a massage back in the uk um or anywhere else other than here but my i always imagined that going to like a spa mm-hmm. back home um it, it's much more zen like it's very peaceful like no uh, one really speaks at all um and there's always like a little bit of like you know nice soft music and like incense nice burning. smelling things exactly yeah. and the women all wear like white or like pastel colored like uniforms and i don't know there's some the the atmosphere is very different i think in a chinese spa or massage parlor yeah they're definitely not aesthetically very pleasing but they okay so the question she asked was like are all are most massage parlors equal and there's like complete no yeah no 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 no. there are different types of massage parlors um and she's asking also like what does she say are there ones that we should avoid yeah like how do you know she says um are they the same so equal so we said no or whether are there like super crappy ones that you should avoid Mm -hmm. and how can you tell the bad ones okay well, first of all, pretty much every massage parlor will offer additional services, especially tailored for the male species, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, and actually, this is not really illegal in China, mm. so it's it's offered very blatantly. So usually, what they'll, they'll like 
start doing the massage and then they'll start encroaching on various areas, more private areas, and then they'll offer you additional services, which can range anything from OBJ to the whole nine yards or hand oh, job. Right. Or, yeah, Every, oh yeah. Everything? Yep, okay. yep. I mean, not every not every masseur will do everything. All of it. Yeah, yeah, sure. But you can ask, and very often, I mean, they'll name their price. Obviously, that's a separate fee. <laughs> it's not included in the massage price. <laughs> but um, pretty much, like, just uh-huh. keep in mind that pretty much every massage parlor, cheap or expensive, is gonna have these kind of services oh, available. Yeah. See, my I knew. You know, it's always been at the back of my mind that it's there mm-hmm. but I, I I guess they must do it in a way where you don't really you're not really aware of it mm-hmm. if you know what I mean like when I've been to a pa- mm-hmm. massage parlor I've never thought oh oh yeah look at this like you know it's all it's a bit seedy I mean it, it kind of always all is of them are all <laughs> they're kind of seedy. they're just like I mean they're just yeah. They're so run like a lot of them are just run, run down because yeah, right. you just get right. so much traffic like people are going in and out all day and mm-hmm. so a lot of them are just like kind of run down so it's definitely not but again there are there are massage parlors and massage parlors there's also you can also find like really expensive ones which are really nice but you're definitely gonna pay for it so it's one of those things where it's like mm-hmm. you get what you pay for. You can go and get a half an hour or an hour massage for like ten, fifteen dollars, yes. but obviously you're not going to get it in like a nice soothing environment with nice music. And a lot of times with those places, they try to skimp you on the time, and then they try to like pressure you to give them tips. And like mm-hmm. to me, the whole experience is really unpleasant. So it's like, yeah, you do get what you pay for. The the safest way is just to, like ask people for recommendations. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've been to a couple. I've never see. Okay, it's difficult for me because I don't like a massage. But I suppose I've never actually just walked into one mm-hmm. and just just randomly. Um, uh, the only the, the ones I've been to, I've always gone with other people, okay. or they've been recommended okay. from yeah others who've used that place. I've definitely before. done some random ones. Have you? Yeah, and it seems to me that there are like so there are different so there are different types. There's like the cheapy cheap ones, and you'll notice them. Like it's pretty easy to distinguish as a foreigner. I don't think it's really something that's like masked in like mystery. So mm. basically, the ones that are cheaper, they look cheaper. The prices are <laughs> yeah. cheaper. A lot of times they have girls standing outside, outside. going massage. It's like really obvious that they're using sex to sell the massage parlor so probably most of their business is of the seedy persuasion Mm. so this there's this kind of a massage parlor which is like the dirt cheap kind but to be honest you can get a decent massage in there yeah yeah that's funny i was thinking like most of the um the people who work there then they do know what they're doing yeah or it's i mean or going off what other people have told me because to me, it's, I feel as though they're abusing me. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I'm not a good, I'm not a good person to, to say, yes, they do a good job or not. But from what I hear, they, they do seem to, like, yeah. know what they're doing. But in those cheaper places, you're more likely to run into things that I mentioned before, which was they pressure you for giving them mm. tips. 
they um, they end the massage earlier. You know, you order a half an hour or sixty minute massage, and they end it five ten minutes early, which is always unpleasant because if you look at your watch and you're like, I still have ten minutes. It's like whether or not you ruin your own mood by arguing mm-hmm. with this, and then like. Because you're like, okay, well, if I piss this person off and then they're working on my body, you know, it's kind of yeah, a, yeah. it's really awkward situation. So, um, just be aware that that's probably going to happen in those, like, more, the cheaper places. Yeah, for sure. But if you recommended one and you find, like, you could also, because, <laughs> so in the massage parlor, like, each masseuse has a number. So if you get a good masseuse, get a good massage and you just remember the number, yeah. then you can keep going back to the place and say, oh, I want 68. Mm-hmm. And then they'll order you that person and they'll, um, yeah. So then, then you'll know more or less what you're getting yeah. for that. So it's possible to get good massages in the cheaper places, but you have there are several pitfalls in the process. Mm. So that's one type of massage parlor. Another are those massive ones. Have yes. you ever been to those? Yeah, those I've been to two of those ones here. It's like four or five floors yeah. a lot of times. They are huge. It's like a hotel, basically. Yeah, almost. and <laughs> they like turn you into clones. So like you go in, you take a you take a shower, mm-hmm. um, you can get like a skin scrub if you want yeah. which they'll get you completely naked and they'll scrub your skin i've done one of those see i haven't done that before it was so actually what did you really think? good um it was after like we had done oh, i'm trying to think what we did uh the time i went we did we went swimming first mm-hmm. and then we did like a massage after okay and i had said like i don't want ma- i don't want a massage um but then they suggested the scrub thing and i just like i, I was lying down and I, I mean, really, I I think if I was anywhere else in the world, I would be super uncomfortable about just, like, being naked. Mm-hmm. But these people don't care, and they're... It's they just were really nice robotic, and, like, right? friend, like yeah, yeah, they were friendly enough. And they just... They have, like, a mitten, like a... Um, an exfoliating mitten, and they just use, like, this... I guess it's some sort of salt mm-hmm. mix. And they just... I mean, it hurts, but it's also nice. Mm-hmm. And you feel... Afterwards, you feel almost like shiny, like really smooth, and it's a it's a good experience. I would uh, do. I think that I would do again. I've never done that before, mm, so maybe nice. next time we can go do it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So that's like so in those places, I find those are the better deal. I would say so too. Yeah. yeah. So those are going to be a bit more expensive. Maybe you'll pay. Maybe like thirty dollars, something like that. Yeah, depends on what you do because there are different packages. But you can basically take advantage and just like you could always get the cheapest, most basic package. But then in those huge, they call them spas here. Um, the huge spas, like Queen Spa, yeah. is one of the more popular chains here. That's mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, but yeah, so you'll go in, you'll have your shower. They'll give you like throwaway underwear. Oh, they're awful. <laughs> they're so awful. Yeah, they'll give you like a little package that has throwaway underwear and then they have these like flannel pajamas. And um, you can basically lounge in the spa all day yeah. and they have like a snack cart section mm-hmm. where you can get like fresh juices, 
fresh fruit, yeah. nuts, and little like snacky snacks. And you can just mm-hmm. hang out there. They have ping pong tables. They have rooms that's like a movie room where it's just like a bunch of recliners, and you can. Um, you get, like, free laptop usage for, like, a half an hour or something like yeah. that. So you can, like, sit in there and use the internet for a while. I mean, it's, like, a whole... You could you could spend the whole day. They have swimming Absolutely. pools. Yeah. So it's, like, a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then you can also get your massage in there, too. Yeah. But you can hang... Like, there's no limit to how long you can just, like, hang out in there all mm-hmm. day. So those ones are much more... Um, I, th- I think... Those ones, I think, also... Let's say the ratio of shady business to like legitimate business is lower. Right. Like there's so, way yeah. less shadiness. I'm sure that they have additional services, but mm-hmm. I think most of the people in there are actually there to like socialize and to so. get a massage with their buddies and not necessarily get the happy ending. Yeah. Massage because yeah. it's not an, it's not like a quick in and out. Those like cheaper places are like in and out. They get you in and you Maybe get out. literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and those spas, they almost seem like, I mean, families go. I've seen, yeah. like, people go with their kids, which I always found a bit strange. And I, I mean, the times I've been seeing the kids there, like, having a massage, I find just a bit odd. Yeah, I'd be a little bit aware. I'd be a little bit wary having mm, my kid massage. That kind of thing just isn't. I don't know if people just don't talk about it, but that that I don't know how to say it without being like, uh, like being crude. But the idea of like uh, adults being inappropriate with children just doesn't seem to be like a thing here. Like mm-hmm. they just no one thinks about it, or they don't acknowledge that it happens. Mm-hmm. So that kind of like it just seems fine for you, for someone to massage the chip the kids. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's not even something that I had thought about before. Um, but yeah, Chinese people do it. And then there's a third type of massage parlor, which is like, this is the most legitimate one, as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. is the um, the blind or like medicinal yeah. massages. Have you ever done uh, one of those? Nope. Okay, so these ones are, so it all depends on, like, what kind of an experience you want and what kind of a price point that you want. If you want to get massages all the time, like, every other day after work or whatever, then I suggest just trying out those cheapo places and just weeding out the good massage massage places and masseurs and ask for recommendations. If it's for relaxation, then I would suggest one of those big spas. Or they do have, like, truly luxury, like, at um, four or five star hotels. They have, like, truly, they do have. Then you'll get the more Western experience with, like, the soothing music. Mm -hmm. And, like, that'll be a really professional massage. And, like, the environment will be really nice and stuff and everything will be new and fresh and clean yeah and super expensive and super expensive <laughs> most of those places from my understanding is that you need to have like a um an not an account but you need to have like a membership with them oh, okay from i've never I'm, i've never been to one of those but from what i understand okay i've seen some that you can go to but yeah you're gonna pay at least a hundred dollars at least, mm-hmm. and probably more than double that. So, so again, it's like you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. But then the the third option, which I was mentioning, is the like so blind or med- medicinal. So it's popular um, in China 
for people who are blind to go into to become masseurs. Mm-hmm. I guess because they have heightened sense of touch. Yeah. So you'll have these massage parlors where pretty much all of the masseurs are blind. Um, and they typically do medical massages. So they study actually like Twina, which is the like acupressure point, which is like the most common style of massage in China. Um, so if you're going for relaxation, I wouldn't recommend going to one of these medical, mm-hmm. like the, the medical ones are the ones that are going to have the least amount of shadiness right. for sure. Like if at all, cause I'm sure some of them do have strict policies, yeah. not, and a lot of them, the masseurs are men. Right. Um, so, you know, you have less shadiness going on. They don't have these cute little girls. Um, so with those, if your point is to actually get some healing done, like if you really have a back problem, it's better to go to one of those medical oh, yeah. places. And the price for that will be probably about similar to what you'll pay at the full day spa experience thing. So it's kind of like, I would say $30, something mm-hmm. like that. For Which isn't great. It still isn't bad, I don't no, think. No, no. I mean, it's expensive for China, right. but... Um, but yeah, if you're if you're coming from the West, it's a steal, mm-hmm. and you don't tip in those at all. Um, Have you been to one of those before? Yeah, because our apartment was a uh, above one of those parlors, so we had a membership card for a while. Oh. So I got a lot of massages from there. But you know, most of the massages that I had there were really good. Mm-hmm. But they also did try to like skimp you on the uh. time a little bit, which was. Which always, like, for me, okay, if it's, like, five minutes, I'm, like, whatever. But for my husband, he's, mm-hmm. like, I paid 60 minutes. Sure. I want 60 minutes. And it would always basically ruin both of our moods every time we mm-hmm. would go down there because he would get really frustrated with them for ending the session. Because sometimes they would end at, like, 10 minutes early, which is, if you're paying for 60 minutes and it's not cheap because their prices kept going up, 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 up. Oh. So the massage was always good, and it was a medicinal massage, and we would always feel better afterwards. But it's painful. It's not a relax. It was not like for relaxation. <laughs> it's like for it's basically chiropractic yeah. work. Yeah. Um, but afterwards, if they end early and he got all frustrated, then I would get all frustrated, and like the whole experience would kind of be ruined. Mm. So I wonder if for like certain types of massage, like. If you over-massage, then it will kind of, like, eradicate the good, like, the, the improvements that they made. Like, I, w- I don't know anything about massage, obviously. <laughs> um, you mean they might be ending it early with a purpose? Yeah, like, okay, say I, you've had, like, you, okay, you, you meant to have 60 minutes, but what if by 50 minutes they feel as though they've gotten you, like, they've massaged you to you? Oh, no, I don't think so. I think it's, no. Okay. You're thinking so positively, Holly. Yeah, I am, but I've <laughs> never been to these places. I know, of course, of course, they're going to try and, like, take advantage. Of course, it's going to happen like that. Yeah. In a well, lot cause... of places. I just wonder for those more, like, if it's more about, um, like, medicinal, like, actually, you go in there to, imp- like, to fix something or to make... Certain, something feel better 
then but they're spending I mean it's your whole body so I'm sure that they can spend an extra five, five to ten minutes, minutes yeah. somewhere like on go your body back and do another bit they usually end with a head massage at those places and a lot of times they'll crack your neck too which is crazy like I never they can had my stay neck. away from me oh man I never had my neck cracked before it's crazy they just they take your head and they twist it real fast and all oh, the oh neck my. bones crack. Although I will say that my neck has clicked ever since, like, I started getting those massages. So, I don't know if it's where, it's kind of like chiropractors. I've pretty much never known somebody who started to go to a chiropractor and then been fixed. It's like you start going and then you just, like, more have more to things, keep going. Yeah, to fix the other thing that they broke. <laughs> yeah, so it's, I don't know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not really that confident in mm-hmm. exactly, like, Especially when it comes to like cracking your bones and stuff like that, how much it actually does help you in the long run. Doesn't it seems to be like because it would always feel really good when they would do it, and then like a couple weeks later, you'd be like, oh, I need my neck cracked again. Yeah, they would. I know when I had it done, they would do your fingers as well, and I would always think like, I love that. (laughs) Is this good for like if you have arthritis and stuff? I'm sure if you have arthritis, it's not good. Yeah, I guess cracking your bones. Because I've asked my dad this question. My dad's a doctor. I've asked this my dad. Because I love cracking my knuckles. Mm. Like, I crack every single joint. Like, all three of them. Even, the, like, the little one at the very tip of my finger. It's weird. But mm. I crack them all. And I asked him, is this bad? I was like, should I stop doing this? Right, and he right. was like, well, you know, overusing any joint is obviously going to wear it down. But mm. there's nothing, there's no real evidence to say that it leads to arthritis to crack your knuckles or anything yeah. like that. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, oh, these days, this is another option too. So we've got, so how many options we have so far? There's four. There's a cheapo one. Yeah. There's a full day spa one. There's the blind or medicinal massage mm-hmm. one. And then there's the very, very expensive, like four or five star hotel yeah. one. And then there's also 58.com oh. has service. It's so 58 in Chinese is Wuba. So then they have this website, like a spin-off website called Wuba Daojia. So it like, kind of rhymes. So 58 Daojia. And Daojia means arrive at home. So you can order your massage at home. So that's mm-hmm. another option. It, and that you can do a lot of things with Wuba Daojia. You can order someone to come cook a meal for you and then clean your kitchen like super super deep clean your kitchen when they finish which is awesome i haven't tried it yet but Mm -hmm. i've heard it's amazing and then you can order you can order in people to come do your nails you can order in people to anything you can order them to come do anything basically for you yeah um and massage is no exception so you can actually get a masseuse to come to your apartment or to your hotel room or Mm -hmm. Whatever else. But I would definitely suggest getting a recommendation for that. I don't know anyone who's tried that. Uh, I mean, of my Chinese friends. um, To me, it seems as though they enjoy going to the, let's say, spa. Because when I've been with them, they always go to, like, uh, one of the spas. It's part of, like, the whole enjoyment of it is to go there and, like, have a full experience. You do, you go in the pool, you do, you have massage. And you probably don't just have one massage. You might have, like, different or more specific massage. Like, they'll do, you might have a full body and then they might separately do your feet because they also have this um, uh, extra where they'll shit. <laughs> it's disgusting. 
they'll basically like give you a pedicure kind of but they'll like shave your heel like mm. to get all the dead skin off basically so it's not hard anymore yeah it's utterly disgusting but it's really good love that it's a really good <laughs> that's the only thing if i could do that and not have the massage i would um, but it usually comes hand in hand um yeah and they like to do all that like you can use while you're you with your family you might watch a movie as well as nora said before but they also these bars have like restaurants and all kinds of things too yeah, yeah so you right. can you can be you can go and have your dinner and then once you've done that maybe you might have another massage mm-hmm. um all while wearing flannel pajamas right and the 20 <laughs> a lot of these places are 24 hours as well mm-hmm. so you can just hang out there like and I think, although I've never done this, some of them have rooms where you can sleep. Oh, okay. Or, well, you can or... always sleep in those, like, lazy boy lazy chairs, boy chairs, too. Yeah. 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 Nice. Mm. So that's all the ones that I know about. Oh, me too. Yeah, I think we've covered the basics. Um, I'm okay. sure that there's some that fall in between. But in general, you kind of get the idea for for what's out there available. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that any of them are necessarily like, oh, you should avoid them at all costs because something bad is going to happen to you. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring expensive jewelry and flashy handbags and stuff if you're going to a cheaper place, just because for one, they're going to assume that you have more money. So they're going to try to like scam you in this way or the other Um, but I've never had, like, anything stolen no, or, yeah. like, you know, it's, they, massages in China, unlike a lot of other businesses in China, but they really rely on repeat customers. So they do try to, yeah. you know, they try not to spoil their reputation. Mm. Most, I mean, if you go to a big spa, you usually get, like, a locker for all your stuff, Yeah, right? And then you get, like, a, at home, if we go to the, if we go to a public room, swimming baths you get like a band with a key on and that's Mm. the same thing you get i've noticed actually they've started to do it in a lot of hairdressers like salons too. oh yeah yeah they'll let you put your bag and stuff in in a locker thing which is really good um you just keep hold of your phone and then uh but those smaller ones not so much so you yeah like nora says they're not gonna there's I've never had anything taken either, but no. you just keep hold of your bag or whatever. Yeah, I haven't ever felt that I was in danger or anything, but oh, I no, have no. felt disgusting being in some of those ones. Yeah. You just get that nasty vibe, because, I mean, it's basically like entering a brothel. I mean, it is. That's, that's like, those cheaper ones, most of their business comes from businessmen. Yeah. And it's really acceptable in mm. China to, like, go for... Like for especially for men to go for massages of that nature, it's like just run of the mill. Again, mm. it's one of those things where it's like it's just kind of more honest in a sense. Um, they just tailor towards the male nature, yeah. <laughs> so it's really easy to do that if you want to do that. I don't definitely don't advocate for it, but it's it's not something that you can deny. It's right. out there, so. Yeah. Um. It's funny, just saying that I came across an article about, um, so this there's a, a blog that's written by a guy who is in Shanghai specifically, and he, he has a blog post about like tips for massage in China. Oh, nice. Um, most of which we've covered, so I won't go through the list. I'll, I'll, I might put the link, because he, he goes into detail about some things, 
specifically about uh, massage parlors in Shanghai, which are maybe a bit different um, to do with like lights and stuff that are outside. Oh, hmm. um, that indicate certain things. Oh. Anyway, he goes into more detail, but he there's a comment about um, basically, yeah, of course, like most massage parlors offer extras for men. And he also said, oh, like, and obviously, like, the same for women. Really? Mm, I doubt that highly. Really like, not that, that I want to criticise this guy, but you just, like, when I read it, I, I remember thinking, like, hmm, really? I, I doubt I'd it. I'd be interested to know if any women <laughs> okay. have done, like, foreign women have done that before. Seems unlikely. Or any Chinese woman. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't think they would really go in for that kind of thing. No. Some, maybe. No, yeah. I don't. I mean, so. that there are I people don't. all over the place who just like have hypersexuality and need. I don't know. I'm sure that there are some people out there, but yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like a very likely. Mm-hmm. Like probably they don't get a whole lot of that. <laughs> but yeah. you can try, ladies, if you want. <laughs> just ask. <laughs> they, I mean, everyone has a price. So <laughs> is that what our Chinese word of the week is? <laughs> like how to ask? How to ask for an extra? Like a hand job. <laughs> No. I, th- I think the podcast just became explicit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, but today's Chinese word is massage. Okay, great. So, to say massage in Chinese, you say amor. So, amor. Well, amor. <laughs> I want a massage. Cool. Uh, so, we'll put the links to the, to the written Chinese dictionary on our episode uh, 64 page. So, if you want to see today's notes from the podcast you can just go to writtenchinese.com slash episode 64 and if you want to um listen to or read any of the notes from previous you just change the number to you know episode 63 2 1 etc or go to com slash podcast and get a list mm-hmm. of all You'll of them all you of can them. see all of them with a brief synopsis so you can kind of skim through and figure out which ones you want to listen to that's right and also china bob continues to leave awesome <laughs> yeah. comments yeah, so sure. one of our listeners who we felt we we really know these days mm-hmm. um we highlighted his love story on yeah. the blog as well so if you're interested you can look at that it's a listener it's a listener spotlight or mm, yeah you could you can if you go to writtenchinese.com you can just search in the bar, in the search bar search for um uh china story it'll probably come up as okay. one of the first options nice so, but he leaves really um insightful and Thera. hefty yeah, yeah definitely. comments about a lot of the episodes so mm-hmm. even if you've listened to some before if you're still interested in that topic i would encourage you to check it out to see if he's said something because i think he fills in a lot of the stuff that we've been missing missing so thanks china bob yeah. for all of your great insights for your 18 years is that how long he's been yeah here? plus i think 18 plus years in china yeah. we really appreciate all the feedback yeah. and do we have anything else for today? Um, no, um, but if anyone would like to leave us a review, we would appreciate that. Oh yeah, and if you oh. have any interesting, <laughs> <laughs> if you have any interesting massage stories, oh, yeah, please head over to writtenchinese.com/episode sixty four and leave us a comment and tell us all about it. Yeah, or you can leave a message on our Facebook page. Please do. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.